Welcome to Animation Overtime, where we analyze and overthink all your favorite anime and animation. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jim. And I'm Jesse. And today we'll be watching FNAF. We've done anime, we've done animation, now it's time for animatronics. As you can see, we're skewing a little off topic today. Just because, you know, not only is it topical, it does kind of hold a special play. Like, we, I mean, we're always going to do anime, anime animation. and animation more towards what we tend to like but also if something comes around that we're like particularly interested kind of in. like the live action one piece yeah know? exactly i mean well that's more even anime it, adjacent yeah, it's than... closer to it yeah and you know what there was like some game animation in here but yeah. we, I, I i'm sure we don't need to explain like yeah why, why we do we're doing what we want to do but i'm just pointing out the obvious for anyone that's like this is an animation what is happening here uh let's talk about a little bit of our history with MNAF. Well, starting back in um, MatPat days. That is 100% true. I don't even remember. No, I don't think he was my first introduction to FNAF. I think he's what sparked my love of FNAF. It was, he was definitely my first. Well, it might have been like PewDiePie. I was going to say. But I don't think I, I watched I think him. I watched some Let's Plays of it first. I don't remember who I watched first. I don't think so, actually. I think my first introduction was the first one he where he made where he connected it to like yeah. a real life crime. Yeah. I still remember it. It was like 2011-12. Yeah. So that was my first one. And oh my goodness, I thought it was convoluted when I saw the first couple of FNAF videos that MatPat posted. Looking at the lore now, if, you, if you're just getting into the fandom now, good luck. It is similar to kind of like kingdom hearts almost i think kingdom hearts is worse i i've never played it so honestly i not even play it you just gotta watch a video on the lore. like the thing is i watched the video on the lore and at least it was kind of straightforward i'm sure piecing it together wait wait you're calling you're saying game by game you're saying this lore is straightforward yeah pretty straightforward <laughs> in terms absolutely of absolutely not it gets things get retcon rewritten thrown out canon uncanonized canon again it's it's not true. I just mean in ter in terms of like, yeah, I'm sure it's super convoluted, especially when they don't tell you like it's not exactly. Especially when you're trying to compare books and games and movies now. Beginning to end timeline type deal. Yeah. I, I'm sure they do a lot of jumping around. But when put together, it wasn't ex it wasn't like a terribly hard thing to grasp. Like I, you just it's because you don't understand the magnitude of Kingdom Hearts. That's fair. That's fair. Lore. That. Like, you just, I don't think you really understand, like, because that's my basis saying, point. If you're saying that Kingdom Hearts makes FNAF look straightforward, then I can kind of put two and two together on this yeah, and assume no. that it's bad. <laughs> no, it is the worst. Yeah, I mean, I love Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts holds a, a beautiful place in my heart for being, like, the first game I've ever fell in love with, but it is insane and it makes zero sense like 90 percent of the time it jumps like the game listen there are three games there are 15 games in between yeah like i mean fnaf's kind of the same way where there was like the four main games yeah and, and then, then now there's just it. like which by the way you can even get into like some of the games aren't even canon and it's just like honestly i don't even keep up to date with every single thing that drops for it so I might even not be the most well-versed for this episode. I would say I'm even worse off. Like, I fell off of NAF maybe after, like, sister location. Oh, that's so true. And yeah, that's we pretty early on. I guess we haven't mentioned that, that, like, I've kind of kept up with the series and you've you haven't I've, you've just heard about it through me essentially well not really i mean i pretty much all 
I never played any of the games. I didn't really watch any of the Let's Plays. I literally, all I know from this series is literally map at and uh, lore videos. I did w do some research on this, so I wouldn't be totally out of the loop. Yeah, that's fair. But honestly, now knowing the plot of FNAF kind of makes this a little worse, uh, in my opinion, because oh, I the, actually think the, the original movie? game story is a little bit more interesting. Not that I really had anything against the games. Horror is not my genre. I like watching things about horror than actually watching and or playing horror. I agree. I like it more when it's explained rather when it's like than a concept, experiencing yeah. myself. I really like uh, the pet scoff. Oh, yeah. Think, right? But that wasn't a game. No, that's it a, wasn't a game. Yeah. That's why I liked it more. Yeah, that's fair. It was more like someone playing a game and having commentary on it. This, this really made me remember. Like, I kind of forgot. Like, I, for, I legit forgot. When I was kind of so, so we watched it on the premiere, yes. and to be honest, I shouldn't have been here. Oh, I feel it like wasn't imposter. Your crowd? Yeah, I feel some imposter syndrome. Well, you were there for me because I wanted to be there. Because everyone else was like, they were hyped. They yeah. were a, a, absolutely a great crowd. Uh, it was they were pretty fun to be around. You know what it probably felt like? Imagine going to see the Spider-Man movie, and just and you knew nothing. And about you were like someone's parent. Yeah. Like your kid just really wanted to see it. Yeah. And you're just like, okay. So I can I'll see, see how it. like and everybody's you like, yeah. Yeah, I can see how you weren't like you didn't really understand. Well, it's not that I didn't understand. I just didn't have the same level of mm -hmm. hype as them. Like I felt like I shouldn't have gone to the premiere. I'm like, I should have watched this on a Tuesday. Yeah. No, I should have definitely deal. went to the premiere. I no, no, it. you I mean, yeah. Uh not that I hated the experience or anything like that. In fact, I think it was a lot of fun. I just feel like okay. I was at the club ordering a water <laughs> and maybe a little bit of Can lemon. I get an, no, no, no. You were at the club. Spicy. You were at the club ordering like milk or an apple juice or something. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I felt like. And everybody's just going absolutely insane. Like we left the movie, and several people around us was like, "This is a great movie. This is the this is one of the best movies I've ever seen." And I was really like, "Really? <laughs> like, not even to say like." To discuss, like it's a super bad movie or anything like the just like a great movie i would that's stretching it that's like really stretching it listen i feel like i'm the better person to talk about this because i'm both in the fandom but not like a hardcore fan so right i and this movie was made for the fans so i feel like that was a justified reaction for a fan that had been waiting for this movie for a very long time and it delivered. See, since I, I guess since I'm not a part of the fandom, I wouldn't know. But I feel like I wouldn't have liked this if I was a fan. Really? Yeah. Just because, I mean, you get those references at anything and doesn't mean I'm going to like it. That's true. You know what it is, though? I, I don't know. Now, like, anyone correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't know if people went into this thinking it was going to be, like, super... I mean, I know people went into this thinking it was going to be super gory because they did actually hype it up that it was going to be yeah. gory, and it wasn't really that gory. And it just gory. wasn't gory. There was maybe one, quote-unquote, gore scene where we see the face all shredded up, and that's after the fact. We don't even see the face getting shredded up. Yeah, all the kill, all the like kills are off-screen. Screen, yeah. Like, they, pretty much all of them. Yeah, they, f they flash away, like, last second, except for the bite of 87. Yeah, except for the bite of 87, <laughs> that's true. I don't know. The scenes were not hitting for me. Like I said, I think a really egregious one was William Apton's death. Oh yeah, that's an even for someone outside of the fandom, that's an iconic scene. Yeah, where he kind of shakes and rupture and ruptures. I think like it, a volcano. I I think it was actually a little bit more unsettling in the eight bit game. I agree. It looked like the way he kind of just shakes around and yeah. it's like, and then splurts into blood. Like, that is crazy. I couldn't tell. Like, they should have just went a little bit more balls to the wall 
first of all, you kind of already went down a goofy route, so yeah. you might as well lean into that, like the like over blood the top spewing everywhere yeah, type o- situation, like a little bit over the top with yeah. it. Because I feel like, or man, like have him like cough up blood and it goes on Freddy's face or something. Mind you, I do not watch horror. Yeah. So I am like not trained as like someone who who can pick up on when a jump scare. Well, I could kind of tell, but I'm not someone who could really pick up when a jump scare is happening. I don't have like a lot of defenses towards uh, scary movies and stuff like that, just because I am not familiar with it too much. But this was not scary. Yeah. This is not even like I not even a little scary. Because I don't want to, I don't want to say I'm a person that scares easily, but I'm definitely more towards that spectrum of like being scared easily and being not scared easily. This movie, like immediately from the first scene when we see that first security guard being killed, I thought it was gonna get gory right then and there, and we were gonna see the face get shredded up. But immediately when it shifted, uh, right before it happens, I was like, okay, this is setting the precedent for, uh, for the um rest of the movie, and I'm not gonna be scared by it. It's not even the fact, like, first of all, gory doesn't equal scary to me. And also, jump scares doesn't equal. They kind of fall in the equal. same category of horror because there's, like, gore horror and then there's, like, jump scare horror. And for me, gore horror gets me more than jump scare horror. I agree with you, but that's more of an unsettling kind of horror. Yeah. Which is fair. more what I'm interested in, not even gore. Like, okay, I think both gore and jump scares are very cheap in a way like they they've never been my favorite kind of con- media to consume because it's kind of like getting a reaction out of me that's almost fake in a way like dumb scares i feel that especially it's more of them putting a screwdriver in my primal brain mm. and being like hey you're gonna react to this because of years of evolution rather than me being actually undersettled by something which takes a lot of work and effort to be honest and i was just never i which never is why felt- psychological horrors are better by the way yeah, I, I 100% agree. And it's a, to be fair, it's a lot harder to pull off. Yeah. But if you go into this movie more thinking of it as even kind of more like a comedy. I agree. It hits a little bit better. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's like super funny, but at least it's, it's funnier than it is scary. Listen, I literally said, so we have this group of friends where every now and then we'll watch like a, a movie together and we'll like completely shit on the movie together. And it's a fun time. I feel like that's this is what this movie could be. I, I agree with you, but I also don't think it's bad enough. Um, it might be. I'm just saying a couple of drinks. And then you could have I a great feel time. Like, I feel like it would be a really funny movie to watch. Yeah, I, I see what you're if saying. If you look at it through a comedy lens, because honestly, low-key, now this might be controversial, I feel like it might have a suicide squad, suicide squad effect. The first one, not the second one. Where the first one was like it was too dark so then they tried to make it a little bit more lighthearted in the end the tonal shift was just like it felt weird because there was like they it could you could it, it couldn't decide if it wanted to be like funnier or darker mm-hmm. and so there was a weird tonal shift going on in the movie they needed to either really lean into the comedy or really lean into the horror i feel like there wasn't a it wasn't a good mix i, I yeah i mean you could do goofy horror though that's like that's a, true that it, yeah that's a, a category yeah. that is definitely a genre that is very popular and i feel like they, they that's what they were trying to do but they didn't exceed at either really i would say again they would definitely they were a little bit better in the comedy aspect but yeah uh, one thing i i did want to mention i i forgot that like nap is one of those few games that reached that rarefied air you know what i mean like among us fortnite stuff like that like where they were the culture yeah like i forgot 
that FNAF ran things for a while. And even, like, not even that long ago with Security Breach. And mm-hmm. that was, like, maybe two years ago. That, yeah, years it ago. was two Yeah, two years ago. I think it came out in 2021. Don't quote me on that. I mean, even the games, though, have found themselves going into the comedy route at times. Yeah, because I feel like, again, comedy is easier than horror. Like, sometimes it doesn't of. take... It, it, it knows that it shouldn't always take itself seriously because it's so convoluted and stupid at times. And also, the problem is with scary, like, scary is a fleeting feeling. So, it is hard to make multiple installments of something that is scary. Think of anything that has been culturally popular as being scary, and you could see kind of the de-evolution of it through its life cycle, like Friday the 13th. Like, they get kind of worse as they go on. Yeah, Uh, and they clown on themselves towards the end. The thing about it, like, you have to keep one-upping yourself to be more scarier than last time. And then you get into this like uncanny field where where now it's just so unrealistic that it's like what are we even doing in here like jason went to space yeah that was yeah you know what i mean like it just gets to that point where it's like they forget like the true primal fear of simplicity which is why i feel like this movie would have been perfect to go back to the original because this movie is supposed to be like scott cawthon like actually telling the story that he wants to tell he could have went real scary with it I, i i'm just i'm not sure i'm not sure like how i i i don't hate this movie i just it was it was kind of boring at times like especially the middle and the beginning Mm -hmm. i feel like they really didn't play a huge precedence towards the end of the movie well i feel like its story got a little jumbled maybe not jumbled it did get a little very jumbled in a way where classic fnaf for it to get jumbled like that but which is okay in a video game i feel like you're at least you're more lenient in more in video games especially when again it is out of order but when you're trying to tell a cohesive story yeah kind of sort of well you could do the whole thing where you're like um inception or what's that other movie uh no, shutter just, island uh, the movie that you, memento oh yeah like where you start playing with oh, memories yeah and, like, okay you become fractured like that's more of like kind of the feel that maybe the should have went with where it's kind of like the, a disconnected horror but like the problem is is i felt like so this is a setup movie right this is the first and yeah movie in a trilogy so they don't want to give out the big the, like the more interesting parts of the story which is william afton but i feel like they should they still should have like fed us a little bit more they definitely should have fed us a little bit more because it became they hit so much to the point where it kind of didn't make sense especially for vanessa oh yeah vanessa was that was a wild card for me i feel like vanessa mike and william afton are some of like the worst characters put to scream (laughs) like seriously i you know i do like abby though I want to get into that more a little bit later. Leah, Leah, let's talk. Let's talk about the plot. That whole aspect. How do you feel like it translates into the game? Well, game from to movie. I'm gonna start with Vanessa. It's not where the movie starts, but I'm gonna start with Vanessa because you came up to you like were like, "That's his daughter, right?" I'm like, I, I honestly. At that moment when you asked me, I was like, to be honest, I have no idea. Because Vanessa in the games is like some... Not her daughter. No. Yes. Not his daughter. Just some... Some girl... Security guard. Some security guard that like gets trapped in help wanted, right? Yeah. It was a choice to make Vanessa his daughter because the thing is, in the games... He has a daughter. I was going to say, yeah, in the games, he has a daughter. And... And like the, the the whole thing about is the games is that he also like kills his family in the games. Yeah, because we see Circus Baby. Yeah, 
Circus Baby's supposed to be his daughter. And to me, Circus Baby, uh, is his name Mike Afton? Yeah, there's Michael Afton. Michael Afton. But then Mike, I think his name is Smith in the movie. The brother? What is it? So it's William Afton and Michael Afton. Michael Afton's the brother. The little brother? Or the oh, the, brother? the crying child? I don't remember Does he name. have a name? The, the one who gets bit in the yeah, bite of 87. Yeah, the crying child. Well, we don't know if that's a bite of 87 because there was another bite. That's the whole thing about. Oh, is it not the bite of 87? We don't know. Okay, well, he got bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was another bite with the frontal lobe, yep. right? That was in the toy one though, right? I think so. Isn't that more contemporary than 87? I feel like that to me is the more interesting part of the story. Oh, 100%. Game. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, they're probably not retconning it. I'm sure that... Well, they're retconning it a little. If well, okay, Vanessa they're, the they're definitely retconning it with Vanessa. Yeah. But I wonder if she actually becomes Circus Baby later in the movie. You think so? Maybe. Because well, it's still so there. true because she's like, she, she ends off in a coma definitely up for because like and isn't that how the crying child ends up oh yes. yeah because that's what that's what the fourth installment is where he's like in the bed and the, he's in purgatory yeah not purgatory but he's in a nightmare of his own creation yeah well, his father's creation you see what i mean it's already getting convoluted um but i feel like that was the most important part of the movie and they don't even explain they don't even mention that she has a brother vanessa yeah, they don't mention. They it. don't mention it. They so don't she mention might not even have he one. He might. There. That's such an important part of the game that it has to be. Do you think? Yeah. I simply think it has to be. Well, we also don't know about the mother either. The mother's supposed to be Ballora. And there's two more movies. And again, since they're kind of putting it off and saving these big revelations for later, it creates kind of a disconnect with the movie. Vanessa is probably like one of the worst. Like again. Oh, terrible, it was horrible. Terrible I, character. I think her acting was bad too. Her acting is absolutely garbage garbage honestly and i don't know if that was due to the act it was giving me like disney channel movie level acting yeah it was just it was very rough it was just i don't know if it was the script that she was given was bad or like her body language but it was just i'm sure she was a professional and you know it's usually i feel like it usually is a little bit more of a script yeah. Because you can only do so much with what you have, but then again, you could kind of like... But I feel like it was also the body language, the way she delivered some of the lines. Yeah, okay, the way she delivered some of the lines were bad. I mean, most of the time it was okay, but I, I agree Wait, with you. Wait, backtrack, pause, backtrack. You want to talk about bad acting? Can we just talk about everyone screams in these movies? Oh my God, <laughs> yeah, so that's so bad. true. They, the, nobody knew how to scream. The first security guard, ah, uh, ah, uh, Yeah, uh. I was just taken out of it, like... <laughs> It really felt like everybody was trying to do their own version of the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, it was, it was so just like, what is bad. everyone doing? <laughs> and the thing is, if you're going to have a horror movie, you need to have some good screams. Like, because, like. You, I mean, again, if you're going into goofy horror, which just feels like it was doing. But I don't. I don't know if it was actually trying to make itself like that goofy I have or no, not. I have no clue. Like, I honestly can't tell you if those screams were intentional to make us laugh or, like, just actually bad. I can't tell you because it was like it was on that borderline like it could have been goofier. You know what I mean? Backtrack to Vanessa. Sorry, I just thought about that. Okay, so one of the biggest questions in the movie is like, who is Vanessa? Why is she doing this? What is her reasoning? And they reveal that she is her his daughter. And that's supposed to be like, oh, yeah, everything makes sense now. Where instead <laughs> it's more like, oh, oh really? Yeah. Like that makes the reveal made it even worse. Because they didn't do a good job in explaining 
that she was manipulated or at least in a way that like it's more you have to connect your own dots because in it doesn't feel it just doesn't feel natural in the way that it was that portrayed i understand what they were doing it was just not executed very well i agree like i could put two and two together that she was clearly manipulated and had a lot of trauma towards him but again that only came into the like the final like five minutes of her reveal yeah. where she's like actually this whole time i've been distraught when in reality she's like taking care of the place and doing like this and that and, and she doesn't even feel like if she started with a bit more malice intent then it would make a little bit more sense or at least uh, she sees like the error of her ways but it's like it feels like she knew what she was doing was already wrong but because she's been manipulated for so long it's like whatever but the problem is is she's not a kid anymore yeah at some point you're responsible for the actions you do and she was well into her late 20s yeah at least late 20s because she's a she's a police officer yeah and I, I don't think you can become one at 18 so it's not really an excuse anymore that you that uh you know daddy's holding a stick yeah but i mean i guess she does make that turn around but uh, i don't i don't know she feels like a quite a not a great character and that kind of moves me on to mike which is also not a great character i just really have a i feel like the movie could have been a lot better if they focused on making a good character which i feel like, <laughs> like just give me one dude <laughs> like not even like i know i really like abby i think she was the best acted <laughs> character yeah. in the whole thing well but i mean i think mike was well acted but i think there might be a little bit of limitations from the game where they're trying to do the whole thing with see the first game like it didn't have a plot and because they're trying to spin off this thing into an actual like plot that they're trying to make mike real character i think listen i said this when i came out of the movie to you i don't think they should have given mike like this tragic backstory i think we should have just focused on william afton and his family well that's gonna be like one of the other installments yeah i get that but like like, you're making us wait an entire movie to get, like, the cool stuff? Yeah, I feel like Mike, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is he, he's not important. In the first, no, he's just, in the a, game. He, he's, just he's a security, just a security guard. guard. Yeah. Pete, well, I, I think people theorize that him and My- Michael Afton are one and the same, but it, clearly in the movie, they're not the same. I don't even know if we're going to get a Michael Afton in the movie. Well, his name is. No, it's not Afton. No, yeah, that's it's true. Mi- it's Mike. Yeah. But, but his little brother his little brother is maybe he's supposed to be that kind of like if he's supposed to be mike afton not Uh. not, well not in like actually mike afton but a surrogate for him yeah because his little brother does die yeah taken away i think so no i think this family because the thing is is that and then like um like matt pat said abby is a anagram for uh baby Baby. and then we have the brother right so then it would be the the same amount of children dying well not dying but existing where we have the first one being kidnapped if that's the case it makes this movie infinitely worse but kind of moving in on mike and talking about him how did you feel about the whole dream sequence uh listen this movie not movie this franchise plays a lot with like supernatural elements and like you can really get into remnants and the mimic uh disc and everything i know you probably don't know about mimic discs i don't really understand like were they incepting his dreams like yeah i don't really care for it i mean now that i like now that you know like a william afton kidnaps his and i guess that's his brother and that's why like i mean it wasn't really much of a spoiler yeah it wasn't really much of a spoiler but, like, also, why, like, they were camping. Why did he steal his brothers specifically? That's a good point. Didn't, wasn't William Afton's whole thing that he stole kids? From the pizzeria. From the pizzeria? Yeah, that's what I, like, that's why I don't understand, like, so maybe, like, his, br- maybe his 
uh, his father is actually Michael Afton or something. Or Henry. Or Henry, yeah, or Henry, and that that's the connection. But I don't know. Feels kind of, felt kind of random. It is strange that he does kill someone outside of the pizzeria. Maybe because they don't want Mike to have especially a since preconceived notion of the pizzeria of the pizzeria because yeah. that would kind of create like a yeah. problem. Yeah. Of him wanting the job there. See, I kind of like what they tried to do with his storyline. Uh-huh. Where it's about moving on, about it, he's haunted by his past and kind of the wall he creates between uh, Abby and him. Like the, it said multiple times that Abby was kind of putting up this, um, like not really talking to him and stuff like that, and where they can't be. But it it also had to do a lot with him as he was obsessed with Garrett and not being able to open up his heart to Abby and him having to give up Garrett for the sake of the present. So it's giving up the past for the present, and that's a nice, interesting concept, at least in the. In that terms. I feel like if this wasn't a FNAF movie, it would have been cool to have that as a movie on its own. Well, I mean, I think it's fun. I think it's just, it was so clunky. Like, the whole dream thing is very clunky. Yeah, I mean, dream sequences are always going to be clunky like that. Yeah, I mean. Except if you're watching Inception. Because you could really take out that part of the movie and it feels like it would be pretty much the same thing yeah i feel like it didn't really add a whole lot but let's kind of talk about some of the things we like about this movie because <laughs> i feel like we've really been yeah because again i I mean i don't really like the movie but there was it was fun at the very least yeah i think i had fun I, like i know that a, before the movie a lot of people were clowning on it for being like they were gonna all work together in the end to take down uh william afton and, and they do exactly that. Well, no, but like they thought it was going to be like a, a cheesy like, all right, Foxy, you take the left. Bonnie, you take the right. Chica, you just be yourself. Like like corny like that. Yeah. They thought it was going to be something like that. Um, I Where did this? I don't even know what this is about. Well, I'm saying like I kind of ironically enough, I kind of like the sequence where like we see them playing with the uh, animatronics. Oh, yeah. That was kind of like when they were kind of having a good time together. Yeah. With Abby. Yeah, I thought that was good. It was like, I, I felt almost as if I was watching a parody in that moment, though. Um, yeah. Because, you know, we never see these animatronics act like this in the games. We never see them, like, actually being nice. Yeah. Except, I guess you can argue, Security Breach, where Freddy is nice to Gregory. Well, because they're not supposed to be man- malicious, really. Yeah, I mean, there are children. There are the children. The, at the end of the day. Also, the whole I'm, I'm sorry, but the hiding kids in the suit and the cops couldn't find them. No, that's what I'm saying, too, because, like, also in the game, doesn't it, like, the stench uh, yeah. gives them away or something? Yeah, well, they had a, they had to uh, close down, close down because, because of, the, of stench. the stench and because of all the murder. First of all, how does this stupid franchise keep putting out more stores? How is it possible? One or two of these scandals would be over for any other company, really. Not only that, like, imagine you have kids that go missing at this pizzeria, and then all of a sudden there's a stench coming from somewhere how do hello you, <laughs> like okay understand like as someone who listened to a lot of murder podcasts yeah i know cops back in the day were very dumb yeah well it, it's not that they were dumb they just didn't have as much like knowledge on like forensics and no stuff. they're not even they were just they, they were, just were dumb. they were bad that's yeah, true they were bad at yeah. their job listen to a lot of crew, crew time man it's crazy just just seeing a lot of the stuff that people got away with um that's why like most true crime happens in like the 70s 80s yeah i mean it still happens today but it's it's, definitely a lot easier it's a lot less likely yeah exactly to like to have a serial killer actually like kill a lot of victims because you'll get caught before you get to that high number i'm just saying like does the blood not leak out from the suit nobody would notice that Dude, it's the 80s man everyone was high 
<laughs> did he like kill- was it the 80s or the 70s i'm just saying did he kill them and then let them bleed like you know what i mean hang them up and bleed them out no yeah did they like he did he like embalm them or something yeah. like because <laughs> the thing is uh-huh doesn't he kill them the five kids originally and then the police comes like 20 minutes later or like a couple I, hours later i actually don't know yeah because the parents were like hey where th- oh, are my kids yeah where's my kids Last time I saw them was at this place. Like, how did he clean up everything? Anyway, it's not really that important. He's actually secretly the Flash, so he's just really fast. It's honestly not really that important, but um. No, but like it low-key is because it it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's okay. I mean, you gotta suspend some of your disbelief. I guess, especially for this franchise. Yeah, I mean, I I don't feel like it's too. I mean, it is a stretch, but it's like whatever. But talking back to like some of the things we like about it, I don't. I mean, I don't really have too many. I like the animatronics themselves. I didn't get a really good job recreating them. They did do a really good job in the way that, like, those are real, right? No, yeah, those are real. I uh, I think his name is Jim Henderson. He made the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a legend. Are the eyes real? Yes, I think so. Really? I know they did look animated in some scenes. They did look animated just a little bit. The the eyes specifically. I think the only, but I think honestly the only uh, But maybe they're supposed to, actually, now I think about it, because they're animations brought to life. Yeah. I think the only animatronic, obviously, that was animated was the cupcake. It was, yeah, that makes sense because she moved. They moved around a lot. Yeah, the cupcake didn't. Did it make a lot of sense to you? The cupcake? No, I mean it never did to anybody. That's the one thing that like it's like is the cupcake possessed? Is it not possessed? Is it? Is it possessed by the? Because there's by not Chica? another kid, right? No, there's not another kid. There's five kids, and the fifth kid is uh, Golden Freddy. And also, so th- this random blonde kid. Yeah. Is Golden Freddy. Just this random... Not the kid that's talking to us the whole time, but one of the kids in the background that wears, like, orange or yellow. Oh, really? Not the kid who was... Oh, the the kid who was talking to us was Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he has the brown stripes. Yeah. Yeah, all the kids have, like, the the one kid with the bunny ears, the redheads, obviously, Foxy. Um, The extra boy is Golden Freddy, and then the girl okay, is I'm Chica. I'm sure they're going to go into Golden Freddy. He's, he's definitely going to be important in a future installment. He's probably... Atkins. William Atkins kid. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming too. Yeah. I think that was always the uh Well the, that that's the theory, who he was. Right? Yeah. He's No, that is yeah. who he is. Yeah. Golden Freddy is the crying child. Yeah. And the puppet is Henry's daughter. Yeah. Cassidy. No. Cassidy's you know what? I don't know. Names are crazy, man. <laughs> Especially in this franchise. Because also there's like three Cassidy's in this franchise. Really? That are not the same people. Well let's talk about like probably the most important character. In this movie. Mike? It's going to be William Apton. Oh, well, oops. <laughs> me, Mike. No, and it's crazy, too, because I thought we all know um, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, right? And I thought, he, since we were all hyping him up, he was going to have a lot of screen time. He shows up for, like, two minutes in the beginning and two minutes at the end. And again, they keep you very in the dark with his character. Yeah. I want to see more Matthew Lillard because he's a good actor. To the detriment of the movie, movie yeah. because again he doesn't because if feel good. If you're looking at it from like a movie standpoint, right? Pretend you don't have like any like knowledge, prior knowledge on FNAF at all, right? And I get it. This is also like a movie for the fans, so they probably weren't considering this, right? Yes. He is the career counselor at the beginning with a completely different name, and then we see him at the end with a. With the his actual William Afton name, and I just don't want to be nitpicky. How did he become a career counselor, counselor. and why did he? Be- oh, I guess to send a bunch of security guards. Yeah, for what? 
for what purpose? Why is he sending security guards there? To stop break-ins? They obviously didn't need help with that. Yeah. They obviously had four security guards in there. Yeah, the animatronics get quirky at night. So, what? if anything, it was the daytime they needed him and for. And also, like, you know, with enough people going missing, like, with this job, how does he not get caught? Because <laughs> he's told... You just needed to keep him in the dark. What isn't he targeting kids? What's the point of sending a security guard there? I couldn't tell. He's you. not targeting adults. He just happens to be like, oh, oh my God, you're uh, the brother of the person I killed. So does that mean he was stalking his, his victims, or did he just know after the fact? I think he found out after the fact. That would make more sense, right? Yeah, because I think he was like, oh, this is great. I killed your brother, and now I get to kill you. I think he, like, No, no, I mean, out. I mean, yeah, I mean... Uh, I think he said that line because he found out. Well, he found out when he looked at his name. Yeah. The first time he saw his name. But I'm saying the brother he took, did he know his family prior? Well, that's what or I'm saying. Or was it, like, did he take the kid? I want to say... And then in the newspaper, he was like, oh, that's the kid's name, I guess. I, I, my theory is that... You know, the his father is Henry yeah. or like some new character but that they, has a connection to him because it makes no sense for him to kidnap this kid. It makes zero sense. That's true. Maybe it's Henry, but Henry wasn't a part of like he was a part of the pizzeria. I, no, my, my assumption is right. He worked on the animatronics and then the pizzeria came and he's like, I don't like what you're doing with this pizzeria and then left before the pizzeria was a thing. So why that's why Mike doesn't know anything about the pizzeria. Or, or, or maybe he, he was trying to keep his kids away because he knew that Will, that William was crazy or something like, yeah, because it doesn't make sense that Mike wouldn't know if Henry was the and this is person all... who helped make the even open the store, because why wouldn't you let your kids yeah uh go to the pizzeria that you made unless you already knew before the killings even happened unless yeah that because the killing happened well at least in the unless timeline this isn't of the even game the first pizzeria but then he why wouldn't mike have any prior knowledge to it that's why it doesn't really make sense that he's henry maybe he's someone else but then who would he be in terms of the story i couldn't tell you i mean like for all we know this is it's literally just a random kidnapping we're just trying to make sense of this kidnapping. But the kidnapping doesn't make sense. And it feels like they should be interconnected in a way that's... Inter well, I guess they're interconnected by the fact that he kidnapped the kid, I guess. Yeah. I'm sure. But then who would be Henry? I guess Henry's not important right now. Yeah. But if Henry turns out to be the father, dumb. Dumb. <laughs> that's why it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Man, I really wanted to like this movie. And I did enjoy it. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But the longer I think about it, the worse it really gets. Like, when I was watching the movie, I was having, a, like, an adequate time. I think it also helped that by the fact that, like, I was kind of stealing energy from the people around me. That's fair. Like a succubus? Yeah, like a succubus, yeah. Like, I was just kind of, no, like, No, I was definitely, off. like, excited about it. And, like, I was making the jokes. I mean, I wasn't the one yelling in the theater. But I was, like... Yeah, everyone's clapping. Everybody's, yeah. like... And I'm, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though... It's kind of like when we went to go see Grey House. Yeah. And everyone was really happy for it. And we're, like, wow, this is really good. And then we looked back on it. And they're, like, wow, this is really bad. No, we, we thought it was okay yeah, I, I don't think it was bad but for broadway standards yeah when you see broadway you're spending a couple hundred dollars on a ticket yeah usually you're but again maybe it's because it's a little bit out of our genre that's fair 
the whole mystery thing, scary, spookiness. Yeah, I just, you know what? I'm also the type that, like, I like having people do the lore stuff for me and reading along with it. Because at the end, there's, I believe it's Candy Cadet does, uh, has a message at the end. Yeah, and, some, and someone smarter than me will figure yep, that one out. I'm just going to wait for the MatPat video. Yeah, <laughs> uh, me specifically, I mean, I like putting things together. Like, piecing together thematics. Yeah. And there's some good, like, again, there was some good thematics, especially with Mike. Not really with Vanessa. No. Take Vanessa out. Not really. I feel like we could have taken Vanessa out in this movie. And, I mean, they would have had to change a little bit up with, like, the reveal. Doesn't do anything except in the last five minutes. And give him a couple tasers. And then she does help him. I'm not saying she doesn't do anything. But she doesn't really do anything. And then he's like, hey, don't take your medically subscribed sleeping pills because I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah, uh, right? I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're surrounded by very dangerous equipment. Equipment. You yeah. probably. Okay, first of all, you probably shouldn't be sleeping on the job. Also, anyway. the fact that she got mad at him for bringing Abby. It's like, first of all, he doesn't like he doesn't know anything crazy going on here. Well, you shouldn't bring your kid well, to a, jo- a job, let alone an abandoned. Okay. In the middle of the night. Okay, I get that. But, like, the things that she does to, like, hurt herself, she's like, this is your fault. It's like, dude, you, he asked you what the dangerous things are, and you didn't tell him. Oh, yeah, like, she was crazy with that. She was like, oh, my God, like, this is all on you. And he's like, because you didn't tell me anything. And she's like, no. And I'm like, yes, he's right. Literally, like. Why would he know? Why would he suspect? That there was been five or six killings. Oh, you didn't do any research on this place. That nobody like if you start working for McDonald's, do you l- look up the lore of McDonald's? No. no, you're trying to get a paycheck. This is the only job you could have. Yeah, I hated I hated Vanessa in this movie. Man. I she's such a bad character. Yeah, she specifically, I would say Mike was boring. William was confusing, and she was bad. Yeah, and Abby was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked Abby. She was funny. Also, we just gloss over the ant dying, too. Oh, my, oh, I forgot <laughs> about the ant because goddamn is she irrelevant. Yeah. Why would you do this? Why would you set up such a hateable character and then kill them off screen? For real. Why would, why would you not give her the worst possible death? Because obviously you were building up this sort of resentment from the whole crowd. And then we just kind of see her legs and we're like oh this is cool and also how the hell did the cop how did they explain that one away to the cops oh yeah this aunt that i'm in a custody battle with like she's trying to take everything away from me she just ended up dead in my house wasn't me bro how did that one work out maybe because he uh, he's friends with a cop but i'm pretty sure but she's in a coma but this is in a coma so she can't even like be an alibi for him yeah that's true he was probably like yeah the ghost of gold you didn't see the fnaf video the ghost of uh one of the freddies by the way a ghost because it wasn't because they can't leave the premises remember came to the house and somehow physically killed the aunt the aunt yeah, because it wasn't... But, like, wait. Because he had some weight to him. I was going to say, I was literally about to say that. He, he's, he's not in his physical form, but he made the taxi move. Because he can't... Yeah, he was he was not real. Because he disappears into thin air, remember? Yeah. Bro was not real. How the hell did he do that to the taxi? That makes no sense. That actually makes no sense. And I know, it's just a movie. No, this that's actually bad. That's actually terrible. I love it. I love it when you get angry about stupid things in a movie. Cause I just, 
Like, because you know me, I'm actually really good at dispelling. No, I know. That's why I love it when you get mad at things like this. Yeah, because usually I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm willing to like put things down because well, you need some a little bit of creative licensing. You're creating fiction. This is a work of fiction. We both understand that. But when you see the thing is, when you put a set of rules and and they're meant to be this way, I can believe it. If you create a set of rules but break them for fun, for for, for one haha, for no reason. Why did he have weight to the car? For for that one haha. For th- that's it. Yep. So they broke the kind of like the rules him being that, a ghost. They broke the rules that they literally made a scene prior for them to have one haha. Why is he a ghost? Because why would they set the precedence of them not being able to leave the premises? Yeah. Because they can't, right? Yeah, no, they can't. Him charm show up to be like, ooh. Yeah. And then... Kill the ant somehow. Kill the aunt, And then have a taxi... Now that you think about it, what what's the taxi scene doing in here? That That's what I'm saying. Because well, I think that was a cameo. I actually don't know who that Oh, that, that's was. a cameo. That's yeah. definitely like a YouTuber. So, okay. So... And you know what? Actually, if he is a YouTuber, then... Even talk about MatPat's really oh, cameo. We didn't talk about MatPat's. I feel like that one was very tasteful. The taxi could have been taken out because, or at least changed. Get that guy a cameo, but like make it make sense. No, well, to be fair, MatPat's cameo doesn't make sense either. Why did this take place in a public restaurant? Well, they they didn't even order anything. order anything. <laughs> She's like, "Do you want to order anything?" No. Why would we order anything? Why would we order anything at a restaurant? Yeah. Am I crazy? And the war- lawyer, who seems like he's supposed to be important, yeah, is not important yeah he's like i shouldn't be here that's it that's all he's all he is is stupid that's his that's his character what lawyers are stupid that's it that's the joke yeah at first what when, does he do when i first saw him i thought he was her husband i thought he was gonna do something be something yeah and even she was some was supposed to do something be something and then and then she dies and then he's like oh actually your babysitter is working for me who they don't even explain how they met is she someone? Did he find her? I thought I wasn't sure. I, I thought they were like friends forever. I thought they were dating at first because when we first see her, she's watching that like commercial with the ring, and she's like, "I wish someone would buy me a yeah. ring." Yeah, were they friends for like for a long time, and yeah. then she got put up to the job, or was it like she got the job and she's like, "Hey, do you want free babysitting? Don't worry, it's on the house." Yeah. <sighs> I I actually just. Don't, they don't even explain that like she's a neighbor or something. Yeah, nothing. They don't explain her at all. I don't even know her name, bro. Why was she in the movie? Just to have it was just to just have to the money shot. Yeah, just to have that cool sequence of them because uh, that's the only yeah. real part of anyone dying in a Five Nights Ready about kids getting killed. Yeah, and I guess she was zero a kid. kids died in the making of this movie. Actually, yeah, zero kids died. <laughs> Unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> At least in the movie itself. Like yeah. Prior to the movie, like I think it was like six kids, probably more. You know these uh these suits were actually like people were in them. The suits are awesome. Yeah. The suits are money. I think that's the best part about this movie. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like that was fun. It's like the veil is coming off on me, and I'm realizing like what the hell did I watch? <laughs> like now that I'm thinking, like now that I'm like really going back through my memory, and I'm yeah. like, how does any of this make sense? Nothing, none of this makes sense. Do you remember when he went through the vents and that was supposed to be like a thing? Do you remember when he got attacked by the animatronics and then he left, he went through the exit door and they just couldn't get him? Yeah. And then he wakes up with Vanessa somehow? Couldn't tell you. Maybe Vanessa like shocked uh, Foxy in that moment or something. You know Maybe how- they were, they couldn't even leave the door. I doubt yeah. they couldn't leave the, I don't know. the door. Dude, I couldn't tell you. Maybe they couldn't leave the door. Yeah. probably that makes sense man 
maybe this is a hate watch kind of movie. I think it is. And if you're a fan of the show, like I don't want to like. Uh, no, I'm really curious as to like because we have we have yet to see people's. Like, you saw the people reaction. around us. No, but I mean like that's just one theater. That's true. Out of whatever. no, but I'm sure the fans love it because it's I like know, a no, I want to know the internet's reaction. But like basing this on like an actual movie with like no, as a movie this sucks. As it's a bad. as a fan service thing, I liked it. I not as they intended. I bet. See, I <laughs> I really don't know, and, and I can never tell you if I would like this if I was a fan. I mean, yeah, it's too late to ever find out because you're not a fan. Yeah, it just you doesn't scratch really. me in that way. I would just really hate the Mike storyline. Yeah. And the Vanessa is again. I like. I don't want to harp on. But this. I expect nothing less. I like. I expect them. I don't know why I expected them to go into the actual storyline of the of FNAF instead of retconning everything and then adding Vanessa as the daughter. I feel like they added Vanessa just because she's a newer character that people kind of like. So they were like, let's throw Vanessa in, make her. You know what? How are we gonna connect her? Yeah, I figured it out. Let's make her, let's make her his daughter and a police officer at the same time. Isn't she also like important, quote unquote, but not really that important in the games? Yeah, I mean, she's, she's a- in Help Wanted and then she's in Security Breach. Yeah. She just all she is is someone who brings back William Afton, who can't he never die. Die already. Peepaw never dies. Just die. Nah, <laughs> he never dies. He literally says the line. He's like, "I always come back." I'm sorry, but how many conclusions does this story need before? Also, it- how are you gonna throw in the line "I always come back" when this is the first time you're dying in the franchise? Yeah. Uh. I I just listen. They had a good ending where Henry burns everyone up. Oh, in the ga- game, yeah. Yeah. And then it was just like, actually, never mind. Actually, never mind. Uh, let's not do that. I told you. That's exactly how this how this franchise is. It's always actually never mind. Why, bro? Just make a new no. game. No, it's it's never going to be new game, new series, new nothing. It's always going to be actually never mind. This has always been like this. You're great. And they gaslight you into believing <laughs> Into believing it? I don't know, man. We're watching the second one. That was the second movie? Yeah, we're going to watch it. Dude, I'm 100% down. Yes! <laughs> like, I, it's, uh, I mean, I had fun. But we could only go on the premiere. Yeah. I need someone to like. I agree. I need someone to give me that hype. I agree. Because <laughs> I just don't. I really. Because I didn't come in with the expectations of it being either good or bad. I actually had no expectations. I literally knew nothing about the movie. I just was just like, I remember Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, that used to be like everything. But, you know, let's just move into some conclusions. Well, I already kind of said my conclusions that I, uh, I'm i sticking with it. I'm going to stick with this franchise. It was an okay movie and a good enough fan movie i guess take it with a grain of salt since i'm not a fan or someone maybe this wasn't just geared towards me yeah but this is like a solid 3.5 out of 10 i'm giving it a 5 3.8 out of 10 the only thing i could say about it is just I like give it cool five. animatronics and abby was all right i give it five horrors out of 10 and it wasn't scary man it just wasn't scary i think if the, you know what if they're gonna take any uh pointers from the fans or watchers audience critics whatever because even critics were saying it wasn't gory enough i think the next movies they need to make it more gory make it rated r yeah but i understand because your fan base is kind of skewed younger yeah not even anymore we, we well yeah they, we've been we've all grown up with it but there is still a younger yeah, part but there of the is fan a... base so let's move over to short time yeah i'm always living in short time but um cut that out let's blindly rank video game adaptations Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yo, not me wanting to put that at number one right away. <laughs> I know so many people are going to be like, oh, what number one? BS. But like, 
we have a funny connection with it. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to put it at two because I want to save number one for like maybe there's something better. And also, you always got to put Sonic with its everlasting rival, the Super Mario movie. Ooh. The newer one. <laughs> well, really? Not the one from the 90s? I'm going to put that three. I enjoyed the Sonic movie more. Oh my God, some stupid movie's going to get at one number one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And now let's do um let's do the newest movie. Let's do FNAF. Oh my god. I messed up. I should have just put Sonic at number one. Oh <laughs> my god. Because I either have to put FNAF at four or Sonic... Uh, FNAF at four. You know what? I'm committed to this. I want the most crack to be at number one. FNAF at four. The Last of Us. <gasps> number one. Oh my goodness. I forgot. that. That's not a movie though. No, we weren't doing movies. Oh, it was just, just adaptations? Video game adaptations? Okay, I got you. Last of Us. Number one. Easy. Damn. I got saved. I got <laughs> saved. And Uncharted. We both didn't watch that. <laughs> I have to put it at five, even though Tom Holland's in it. I actually think people say it's a... I mean, I don't, it's probably not the worst movie on this list. But, but The Last of Us, number one, easily. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. All right, enough of the silliness. If you like what you're hearing, we do have a link tree with all of our socials. Always going to be underneath animation over time. TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, you name it, we have it. And it'll be a really big help if you could follow or leave a review. And if you made it this far, we appreciate you. This has been Animation Overtime. And we are finally clocking out. See ya.